causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. Hello, hello. We are back, everybody. We have a really cool little episode for you. My boy Kyle Munson is in the building. What's up, what's up? Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh, it's his first podcast ever. Yep. And uh, Kyle is a very, very talented photographer. And you might see him on um, Instagram. Tell me your Instagram. Uh, at Kyle Munson with no vowels. So oh, K-Y-L-M-N-S-N. Cool. Go check his shit out. You guys would be blown away. I think we described it as like... Um, urban like beach urban beach urban yeah yep, right yep. remember you came up with that yeah man because i grew up kind of in the middle like not at the beach i grew up right before hawthorne but i went to school by the beach so i had kind of like a gangster influence mixed with like the surfer influence and yeah i somehow kind of put that all together where did you where did you grow up exactly redondo beach what like like south or north? North Redondo. North yeah. side yeah yeah, yeah. see it's a little gr- different yeah <laughs> see i grew up in north Redondo too brother yeah. Yeah, man. Like we were just talking about that. Where we just were pounding some ribs right before we did this, and we we're like, "Dude, North Redondo, Perry Park, baby." Oh yeah, yeah. total kind of cholo influence. And then you go to South Redondo, and they had the uh, it's when Dogtown the movie came out. Yeah, so they had the long hair and the surfboards, and I was hanging out with the kids with the shaved heads and the yeah. the Nike Cortezes. And uh, <laughs> and you went to Redondo, Redondo High. Yeah. Yep. What what uh, what year did you graduate? Two thousand nine. Wow. 09, so fine. Damn. Yeah. 09, so fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you guys have laptops in your year? No. Because we had laptops our senior, I think it was our junior year. Maybe they gave everybody laptops. No, no, no. They probably wouldn't have given me one. Wait, <laughs> did you, were you there right like during the remodel? Or was it like after no. all that new shit came in? Right when I left, this is how it usually happens. I go to school and then I leave and all the good stuff comes. But right when I yeah. left, they uh, remodeled it. Yeah, I yeah. remember they put in that new uh, aquatic center. I feel like they put in restaurants. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think they put a Chick Fil A in there, dude. There's a bar <laughs> on the high school campus. Yeah, straight up. Um, so, dude, uh, I um, we came on each other's radar. Uh, we were at a party in Hermosa. Yeah, and you were like, "Yo," you're like, "That's Richard." And I was like, "I was like, what?" Yeah, and I was like, and and I was like, I was like, "What's up, dude?" And I was. What time was this at? This was this, like, this, is this is right after my gig, like it two, was, three years ago. It was like at four in the morning. No, no, no. We're no. talking like. We're, it was I, after hours though. No, it was after hours. I just got done at like American Junkie and I rolled into Cameron's studio and it was popping. Yeah. There's so many people there. And uh, you're Wait, hanging Cameron's studio? Cameron, Cameron Chalker. That was his studio? Yeah, that's his studio. I'm good friends with him now and I didn't know that. Yeah. One. Shout out to Doghouse Studios. <laughs> what up, Cameron? Okay. We need to get Cameron on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ASAP. crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know I was at his place, but no. Um. So yeah, and then I was, you were like, like I'm a, I'm a fan of you. I'm like, wait, of me? And then I was like, no, dude, I'm a fan of you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and we were both like, oh shit. Yeah. And then we we're all talking and yapping, stayed in touch, and then. Then we came back here. And then um. Yeah, it, it was a, it was really cool, seeing your pictures all over the South Bay getting blasted all over. Yeah. And then. You've seen my pictures everywhere, yep. and then we were both kind of like, we we're both we're both very like focused on our craft. Yeah, you know, you taught me the print game. Yeah, like you taught me that you could make money selling prints. Yeah, and it's yeah. And, and you know I mean it's not, it's kind of weird because how do you sell out without selling out? Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, but, what do you mean by that? But if you always want, if you want to be able to be a photographer for the rest of your life, yeah, and be and not have any other gigs that you be free to do it do whatever you want yeah like you kind of have to start selling and your art is good enough to sell and and i'm good enough, and people buy it yeah and it was so cool kind of you know a lot of people don't uh share their like secrets yeah and how to like do because like oh dude like wouldn't be competition yeah for you i was like dude i want to see you grow yeah yeah, yeah. and it was super fun yeah getting, and how you've been I, doing well i remember when you were te- teaching me your secrets i was like is he sh-? like it, it, it kind of like made me feel good you know you're you te- yeah. you're kind of teaching me how to do it but man it's so fun it's, it, it, it reminds me of the dj game though because i was i was i bring up this smaller time dj yeah and it's like 
I'm not saying I'm responsible for any of your of your of your of your anything. I just kind of led the horse to water. But my when I got my biggest sale yet, like a one that could pay my rent for a couple months, yeah. I came to you and you you guided me, man. But I remember you were like you're like how much you're like how much I, you're like, how big how big was it? Describe this print you sold. It was a massive acrylic, which is a glass print that filled up a whole wall, like inside. ninety like ninety two inches. Yeah, and it was in. A big, big house in Hermosa Beach, like a million dollar home, right in the center of their whole house. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, man. That, um, wait, describe the describe the the image. Okay, so it was just it was um a sunset in Hermosa Beach of the a lifeguard tower and the sun was just setting and it blew the whole sky up orange, pink, and Yeah. I've and seen it, that one. And it's crazy, man, because like the pictures that you would never guess someone would want. People get. Yes. That was literally, I, I had my kid next to me. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to walk outside and take a picture real quick. Yep. And then I posted it and didn't think anything of it. That's how it works, dude. I can tell you how many different times that's happened to me. Yeah. Like my C-roll, was sit, I had a picture that was sitting on my computer for probably about a year and a half. Yeah. And I found it. I was like, oh my God. Because usually when you take a bunch of photos, you you have like... 80, like we just took photos on the strand just now. Yeah. And we shot about 80 photos each. Yeah. And sometimes you forget about that one, but you, you're you so focused on that one you remember yeah. that, that that one that you don't remember yeah. sits on your on your computer for a little bit and you scroll back and you look at it and you start editing it, start playing with it. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, this is fire. Or you just want something to post yeah. and people come back and look at it and go, fuck, I want that on my wall. See, and that's the thing. Like I used to be so like, I got to post the best ones, the best ones. But once I started selling prints and making money off of it, you never know what someone's going to like. My first print I ever sold was a picture of a homeless guy. I gave him a dollar. Because back like four or five years ago, it was like the in thing to take pictures of homeless people I on Instagram. That. I remember Do that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so that's like one of my first inspirations. I just saw these photographers taking pictures of homeless people sitting, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. So I gave a homeless guy a dollar, and then he just looked at the dollar like... Like, what's a dollar? You know, I took a picture of him and then this like really rich guy, he wanted that. And I blew it up and I was like, why did he want that? I have no idea. It's, but You ever know what strikes a chord with people? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, so let's go back to that story. When you, you're like, dude, I got this client. Yeah. He called me. I, mean, I almost remember this phone call. Yeah. And you're like, dude, how much should I charge, dude? I was like, 6,000. Yeah. And you're like, What? I was like, yeah, dude, how big is it? Like, it was like 92 inches, right? Yeah. And uh, my heart and, was pounding. And you were like, what, dude? Like, what do I do? What do I do? I was yeah. like, I was like, listen, dude, the, people spend $10,000 on their couches. Yeah. And this is going to be the centerpiece of a new million dollar home. It's not like you want to stick it to them, but it's like you need to earn what people think you're worth in that moment that people are willing to pay you what you're worth. Exactly. And if you don't, because I'm the same way. Like I used to DJ weddings for like 200 bucks. Oh, yeah. And then I started DJ, G, DJing weddings for like 2,500. And then, then I heard some DJs, they're making 4,000. I was like, whoa, that's a ripoff. And, but like, I didn't realize my worth for a long time. Worth, dude. Because to, to me, it was so easy. I picked up my camera. I took the picture. So in my head, I'm like, that felt so easy. But I didn't take into fact that I studied YouTube for hours on how to edit. I invested yep. in the camera. I had four years of just learning. Yeah, that, that made you, it so easy for me. Yeah, to you, you know I mean? to you it was a snap, snap, click. Yeah, and then but all the other steps that create it, and even you growing your fan base yeah. for people to even see that they want it. Yep, that's a whole nother. How much countless hours you spend a day on Instagram? Yeah, dude, Instagram is our full time job. Yeah, straight up. Dude, Insta and, I, and I remember when you wanted to monetize, I was like, dude, you have like double the followers of, of me. And yeah. I was like, if I'm doing this well with this many followers, I'm like, think how well, I'm like, just build it and they will come. And you built it and now they're coming. Dude, you're pumping. Like you're doing great. And now it's giving you a little more financial freedom maybe to get, get that lens you wanted. Yeah. Maybe get that upgrade of that camera, you know, get something cool for your kid. Yeah. Just kind of a little more freedom to fo focus on the art. And not be stressed out about work and anything else and be available to take those pictures when you want to take them. Yeah. It's so crazy, dude. Like, I, how I manifested photography because I remember I was, I hadn't picked up photography yet. I went to the Philippines to just go meet up with my friend. 
Got real drunk. Are you Filipino? Yeah, I'm half Filipino. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. My dad's Filipino. Yeah. My mom's white. So yeah. The Asian guy I got with the white. Shocker. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's breaking news. But um, I remember I was over there and then I saw all these people working from their computers and I was like, these people are just running online businesses and like making money while hanging out. And I was like, dude, I, as I was on the plane, I was going back to my restaurant job and I was like, I do not want to work in one place. You know what I'm saying? So I wrote in my phone. I want a job where I'm able to travel and make money without you, having to be under a certain roof. And no, the yeah, clock you, in. you want your independence. And yeah. that's, uh, we are gig economy workers. Yeah. And uh, you're only as good as much as people want you. Yeah. Same thing with selling art. Yeah. You can't sell an art, you can't sell a, a $4,000 piece of art to, um, to somebody who doesn't want it. Yeah. Or, or you can't just sell like, like, a, like a pair of socks those are commodities like arts are very rare yeah these are very very special things to people and to you and also to you know to create and print out these pieces cost us an arm and a leg oh yeah like bro yeah like you know like that's kind of something photographers don't talk much but we can tell you right now it's expensive as shit to frame a big old photo yeah it's really expensive yeah but you know you go down to uh xyz gallery yeah whatever gallery that is all of like you know the peter lick stuff stuff's like 10 15 000. dude and and i've seen some of the stuff that i know the price is what it is but the, he's created his brand that's so unique it's yeah. only him that shit's only you and it's only you only and it's so hard to remember that yeah because you are you have you're a fans of other photographers yep right i'm a fan of you so when someone goes oh like i like your stuff i'm like well you think you like my stuff? I'm like, you should check out my boy Kyle. Yeah, thank you. And then you're right. And so, but they don't know, like you, they, you are their biggest fan amongst the photographers they know about. Yeah. So since you have such a good following on Instagram, you have a lot of people that know Soon about TikTok. you. Yeah, right? <laughs> What's your TikTok? Uh, same thing, at Kyle Munson, K-Y-L. How, how old are you? I'm 29. Yeah, you see, like, you're on the precipice. <laughs> I'm 37, bro. If I'm on TikTok, people are going to think I'm some, like, child. Dude. It's blown up, though, right? You told me. TikTok is not just for young people, dude. All the, like, almost all my new followers, they're middle-aged white women on TikTok. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. A, yeah. Every, you, everyone needs to be on TikTok. Yeah. Because it's you said I, it was Instagram old school style where it was where it was timelined and the hashtags were blowing up. Yeah, and people say like, oh, oh, it's just for little kids dancing. I look at it as a platform to package what you can offer. You know what I mean? Yes. You can offer if you have photography, it's just a platform. You hit record, you do what you want with it. You don't have to be dancing and shaking. No, your see, <laughs> you're inspiring me now because I've been so um I've been so set in my ways when it comes to Instagram. Yeah. And now I'm realizing it like, okay, I you remember when I, you were like, okay, Instagram, I wish I got my handle back in 2012. Yeah. You know, now this is the 2012 now with TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you're inspiring me to, do, to get in that because you got to leverage all different types of social media if you yeah. want to do what you want to do for. Well, it's like the photography is a present. How do you want to wrap it? You could wrap it in Instagram or you yeah. could just wrap it in every freaking alley and just deliver it in your own way but yeah yeah dude it's crazy i remember when i decided i wanted to sell my photos as fine art i told myself like because like how you you kind of inspired me i was like i want to i want to make it worth something because yeah you got to package it again well yeah but i I remember the first time someone because i would sell my prints and i wouldn't sign them or anything and Cause I didn't know my worth yet, you know? And then I remember I sold this guy a few prints and then he called me like, Hey, when you get the chance, can you come over and sign this for me? And I was like, okay, okay, are you sure? I have a shitty signature. He's like, I don't care. I just need yeah, you to dude, sign it. It's crazy. You were like, wait, what? And I was like, wait, oh, okay. And then I started to get it. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm, it's not just the picture. It's everything. The artist behind it's a, it. It's the emotion it evokes in their mind. It blew my mind. And I went over there. He's like, yeah, just sign it anywhere. I just need, I just need, you want it. And that was when I started. And it's all of, that matters. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Like, it felt good. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It felt really good. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's so rad turning a passion that you did for free for so long. Yeah. Into, into something you can live off of. Dude. Do you know how I start, like why I started? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so, yeah, let's, uh, I'm a, being a bad interview, but I'd love to know your origin. So, I had a kid when I was like 21 years old, and I just kept taking pictures of her on my phone, and my phone kept breaking. And so, I was like, oh, I lost her one-year-old birthday. I, I, I kept losing pictures of my kid. So, I just bought a camera, and then I bought a wide-angle lens, and I did not know how dope wide-angle lenses are. Oh, dude, they are the best. One of my favorite lenses ever, guys, is a 14 millimeter. Yeah, well, now, like, iPhones have wide-angle and stuff like that, but when I first started, like, I took a picture, and you were able to see the sky. Uh, Seeing the sky in a picture, I was like, what the... So I just started taking pictures of my kid, like, in a park. So you had the subject nice and close, and then the the sky just explodes. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. So I started taking pictures of my kid, and then posting it, and then... Instagram, I started getting, I used to get like 10 likes on my pictures. Right. Then I got 40 likes. And it kind of gave me that dopamine rush, like, ooh, validation. Yeah. You know, I kind of yeah. was like chasing, I was chasing the likes at first because it just felt good, you know? And then I got a camera and I was at El Camino College and uh, I would just take pictures of like my classmates for fun. And then like on my... Or th- oh, you hit up that girl, you're like, hey girl, you want to do a shoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, or guy. I, I, <laughs> yeah, really, I, I really cared about the picture. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, I'm not one of those it's guys. A, that whole, the whole stigma though, I hate that because I've done a lot of crazy shoots with a lot of crazy girls and yeah. and my girlfriend doesn't think in one thing about it because she knows, you know, we're normal people. Yeah. But I hate that person who ruins it for the rest of us. Oh, I knew a few. Because we, because dude... I've taken some pretty racy photos yeah. with some really crazy models if yeah. if, if, in doing God knows what. And and it's and it makes it that much better when there's no ulterior motives. And even when I was single, it was awesome because like it's way better having a girl or a really rad chick that's fine, that's that's a friend than yeah. just like trying to make them it's so weird. Well it's so just unprofessional I mean, and so fucked up but i mean for a lot I, it makes it so much more better too when you're both super focused on getting a super rad photo like you know when like the model she gets into it she's like oh i want to see that oh maybe i should do this yeah maybe i should do that and like you're like whoa cool you're into it too yeah to like oh like being some weird fucking creeper uh, i mean i know i know some guys and like it's because Just ruin it it's because they couldn't talk to girls before and now it's like i got this camera oh you want to shoot and they just Ugh. I've heard some bad stories and I, yeah, dude, I've had some people kind of, this one guy hit me up and he's like, Hey, like, I kind of want to get into photography. Um, do you ever hook up with the girls? And I was like, okay, I told him, I was like, dude, why are you? <laughs> All right. You're but, like, uh, yeah, guy. But uh, here. it just, it, it threw me off. And I, I told him, I was like, you don't want to be the, what's that guy's name? Harley. The producer that slept with all the... Weinstein. Har- yeah, Harvey Weinstein. I was like, dude, don't be the Harvey Weinstein. He's like, no, no, I was just wondering. And I looked at him and I'm like, oh, you want to just sleep with girls with uh-huh. your camera? You little dirty dog, yeah. you. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't hit him up after that. Oh, back to the uh, uh, El Camino. Sorry. Oh, El Camino. Sorry, so it was like my seventh day enrolled in school and I had only been doing photography for like a month. And I was like, this is what I want to do now, blah, blah, blah. And I was taking an art class and then I kind of... I was like, I think I'm going to drop out. So I stood up in the middle of the class and I was like, hey, it's nice to meet you guys. And I had my camera in my hand and I said goodbye to the girl on my left, goodbye to the guy on my right. And then I was like, I'm out. And they're like, where are you going? I was like, I'm just, I'm never coming back. And I just left. And then, and then now I'm. But you're like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I think, yeah. Dude, I've never had something I wanted to do. I tell people who <laughs> except who, for this, yeah, yeah. So when people go to places, I'm like, now it gives you a purpose to climb that hill. Yeah, it gives you a purpose to go down to the beach. It gives you a purpose to go see that sunset. It gives you a purpose to go put your toesies in the water. So, okay, when you say that, I could just walk out to the beach, like you said. I have a purpose. I'm not just the guy just walking around. I'm like, I'm here for a reason. I can go to any location, but I'm there for a reason. Yeah, and it, it gave me it gave me a sense of purpose. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. It, yeah, I can see. Because I, I go out and surf. Like, I don't want, sometimes I jump in the water and, you know, I surf and you're doing it. I just, I rarely go down to the beach without a camera. Yeah. I, I actually never go down to the beach without a camera. And, and when, when I have my camera and I'm out, I'm tunnel vision. Yeah. I don't even 100%. know what is going on. No clue. Like, I'll, I'll hang out on a corner because the lighting is good That's the so way it comes you through. You said the tunnel vision. I got that tunnel vision too, bro. Yeah. Or like the whole world is just like, it's like a. I'm literally laying down in dirt. 
like yeah, in my and full pe- outfit. And people are like walking over you and, and then, like, you just don't care. And then you're trying to get that one person to do that one thing and line up with that one person. Yeah. And you're like, you're just like, oh, there's that one little moment. And yep. they, and you don't, they have no clue you're waiting for them. Yeah. I was around the corner, like 10 blocks you, you that way. You always float around this area. Yeah. Just on my skateboard. Yeah. But I was on the corner and it was just a random corner, but the light looked so cool. And I was just standing there with my hood on for like 20 minutes and everyone's looking at me like I'm sketched, but I'm like, I'm. Dude, for a I'm, a firm, I'm, a firm, I, I'm a firm believer, though. If you're in a sketchy spot and you got a camera in your hand, everybody goes, oh, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. I've gotten out of weird situations like oh, that. Oh, yeah, having dude. the camera? Yeah. yeah, having the camera. They're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, taking a picture? Like, yeah. all right, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if it looks as good as Or ours. at night. Or like at night when you're creeping. Yeah. I've been some weird, creepy places. Yeah. And some places you're not supposed to be. Yeah, I yeah. actually went underneath the San Francisco Bridge where it says, like, you, you get arrested if you go past this sign. And it was all d- dilapidated. And you, just, you can pretty much, like, crawl around the gate. Yeah. And I was in no, no trespassing territory. But I felt like I wouldn't have done it if I didn't have a camera. Yeah. And when I was over there, my adrenaline was rushing. I had my tripod set up. I was taking all these frames. And people were like, we got to go. I was like, yeah. no, one more, one more. Now, and, I haven't um, been chasing adrenaline. Like, I used, like, the first couple years, I'd yeah. go on the rooftops and... It's like, dude, I've taken a a thousand photos of this Manhattan Pier. But somehow, some way, you find a way to take a different picture. Like today, we took took different pictures that we've never taken before. I always say every single moment in time is different from one millisecond to the next. Well, dude, that's the thing. So, Because I'm from here, and I've I've shot the Hermosa Pier so many times, the Manhattan Pier so many times. And sometimes there's a sunset, and I'm like, ah, I've already taken pictures there, and like, it's I don't want to go out there, but then I once you get out there, it's a different, it's all different. It's a different you go, organism. You go above it, go underneath it, go yeah. around it, get the people, get the puddles, get the rain, get the sunset. You go left, look right. That's how right. you exercise your creative muscle. Yeah, you know what I mean. You find yeah. new little avenues and and, and, and then when you, when we got the drones, oh yeah, oh man, it's Dude. it's like we were on this one plane for years, and all of a sudden now we're in this three dimensional plane, and everything is so new. Remember the first couple of drone shots you saw? Yeah, like, there's like four years ago. Yeah, like when they started getting really good, like three four years ago, they started getting good. Yeah, like. A lot of people started having. It wasn't just that crazy helicopter one with the SLR stuck on it. It became the DJI, the D, the Mavic One and yeah. Mavic Two, and even that camera wasn't that good. But then they started getting a little better. Well, do you the remember cameras the on there? DJI Phantom Four. Yeah, you needed like your own separate backpack for that, and yeah. that's why I didn't want to mess with it. I was like, I don't want two backpacks, you know. And then they made the little one, and I was like, ooh, that's something I can mess with. You yeah, know what I mean, okay. So I got the Mavic. I got the Mavic Pro. The Mavic 2 Pro. Yeah. Right? And there's a Mavic 2 Zoom. And then the new Mavic Mini came out, the Mini 2. Yeah. Which was like, just came out like, what, four months ago, five months ago? It came out and I was like, oh, it's smaller, it's lighter, and it zips around. But the sensor on it is super small. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. It still takes, uh, it took a 20 megapixel uh, picture, but... And it claimed it did the 48 megapixels. Yeah. But it wasn't fast. It was like a two-second delay after every one. But the thing, guys, about about megapixels, more doesn't necessarily mean better because it's about the size of the pixel. You want a lot of big pixels compared so to millions of small ones, right? Okay. So the reason why our CMOS sensors on our, on our Nikons we have, they're about like an inch, an inch and a half wide by an inch tall. And it fits 48 megapixels on there. But if you had 48 megapixels like it was on the Mavic 2 Air, you're, you, are, you get way less dynamic range and way less information per pixel because they're so much more smaller. So the low light gets really bad. Yeah. And you start getting noise. And that's where you get noise. It's pretty much a space in between pixels trying to pick up light. And... Um, uh, and I tell people, people get Androids. And they're like, oh, this camera bucks, dude. This camera's a shit. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, it's so much better than the iPhones. I'm like, mm. nah. I'm like, first of all, you're not a photographer. Yeah. So I'm not going to listen to you. Dude. And, and, and second of all, I'm a photographer. And I'm going to tell you why it's all fucked up. Even though it might look oh, super sharp, that was perfect lighting for that. Go, go to a dimly lit room yeah. and click that same shit. Maybe it has that weird artificial brightening shit, but that just adds more noise. Yeah. And there's, there's massive amount of pixels in there 
really makes the low light horrible. And then, then all of a sudden the shutter has to be open. You start dragging the light. Yep. And it starts getting horrible. Dude, drones, I, th- I take them for granted. I don't really realize how crazy they are. Because if I was like 10 years old and someone was like, hey, in 10 years, you're going to be able to fly a camera around miles yeah. from your couch. I, I sit like, right here and fly it. I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. No way. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Right. And now they're here and I'm just like, I just casually fly it. But, the, yeah. But how, when's the last time you flew the drone? Because you don't do a lot of drone stuff. I, I've been lately. Okay. I went to Big Sur two days ago and then we stopped in Pismo Beach. So I, I was flying the whole time. I haven't even posted or edited. I just got them sitting there. It's but. funny how many how many photos you have. You have you're just sitting on your oh, hard dude, drive. Oh, dude, I have so much shit that I have haven't even looked at. Yeah, yeah, gold mine. <laughs> gold mines. Dude, I I I I shot about three and a half thousand frames at Mavericks. Damn. I had two SD cards, two batteries, two cameras. I two D eight fifties. One with a one fifty to two hundred. One with a one fifty to six hundred millimeter lens. Both strapped each side of me. Just on a, on, a, on a boat, on a boat, on a boat <laughs> rocking back and forth. And that day was fucking unreal. That's crazy. That, uh, that was the third time I shot there. And, and oh, we want to get into uh, how posting, can people post your shit and they don't tag you? Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. This is a, this is a pet peeve of a lot of people, but for t- photographers, it's amplified a little bit because when you take someone's art, obviously, and you, Pass it around. See, I have a rule. If you pay, if you paid for the shoot, you can have it. You don't you, need a tag. Yeah, I won't That's get offended. The That's the rule. If you pay, you know it's yours. You don't. I mean, it'd be nice. Most people do, even though they pay, they yeah. they'll tag me. It's fine. But if you paid me, I don't care. But if we mutually exchange art, like you look dope, yeah, and then I, I take the picture this for picture, free. Yeah, collab. Basically, collab. if we collab, which you, col- you got to put your name on it. Yeah, dude. I've. It's it's the rappers, man. The rappers. That it's I've the rappers. taken pictures of, they do not like to tag me. At they, all. I don't know what it is. But, but here's the deal. I think it's I think it's 70% um ignorance. Yeah. As in it's not their world. Well, but but what's crazy about rappers, they're the first person to be like, yo, throw me, throw my name out in the song, homie. Well, dude, so it's like you guys get it, right? If you're on the song, you're gonna say your name at one point. So right? this was yeah, dude. So like four months ago, it was a rapper. He's not big, but he, he's verified on Instagram. He, he's, you know, he has a little following. He has like 200,000 followers. I took pictures of him. He got my number. He FaceTimed me. He's like, yo, these are fire. And I was like, all damn, right. Damn straight there. So are. I wrote, just make sure you uh, tag me in the caption, as in shot by Kyle. Yeah. You know? Next best thing, tag me in, you know? Not, but which, the, which is still kind of fucked up. But no one looks at that. Yeah, no, no one, one looks no at that. No one taps that tag You know what this button. guy did? I, he posted four of my pictures as like a series, a swipe series. He posted on the fourth picture, he tagged me in the very corner on the last picture. So, Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he kept FaceTiming me like, when are we going to shoot again? And I was like, dude, I specifically told you to attack. To- You're mad right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. What grinds your gear as Kyle? Uh, rappers that don't tag me. <laughs> but like I said, it's ironic because you're the first person to be like, yo, what's my name is motherfucking yeah. guy. You got to like get up on the beat. Yeah. Name, they always put their names out. But when it comes to someone making art for, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a, like be all bitter or nothing, but well, it I happens. Was, I was talking to my brother today like about it like we oh, don't yeah. know what it is uh the baby just posted your brother's art yeah he did if you if you guys don't know about the baby yeah he is a, <laughs> one of the biggest rappers in the world right now yeah my brother he uh yeah so tell a story tell, tell the backstory oh so my brother he's been doing art my whole life and um he's just there, this past year he's been he's been painting right painting he he paints dead people on wood okay we used to call it morning wood because it's like a <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then it kind of kind of reminded people of a, yeah. Yeah. a boner. Morning wood. <laughs> yeah. But um wood mourner. I don't know. I can think of a name later. Yeah, but some big some big people have been buying his stuff. Yeah, so you said uh Kobe Bryant's wife bought it. No, it was gifted to Kobe Bryant's oh, it's wife. Gifted, yeah, it's yeah, gifted. Yeah, yeah. To Kobe. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah you don't want to like you don't want to like sell that shit. Yeah. You can, but you can't, but like Maybe they'll throw you something if they're that big. If they're yeah. not, I don't know. Who knows? It's it's a weird area when it comes to, because like you're kind of like pulling their their emotional strings a little bit. Right. So it'd be kind of fucked up to pull their emotional strings and then ask for cash. Yeah. Right. It'd be kind of weird. Just to rewind, he doesn't only paint pictures of dead people. Okay. But those are some of the things that okay okay <laughs> do do well. 
Because <laughs> this this lives forever. Yeah, and then just today. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the baby got gifted something from his A and R artist representative, and uh, he just posted on his Instagram. And he didn't tag your brother. I mean, that's it's not none of my business. None of your business, but, but it's like he tag. He said, "Like okay, I they know." They always thank the person that gifted them. It's I mean, they thank him, but like the ultimate thanks would be just, "Hey, dude." Look at this. Look who did this special thing for my Okay, my if someone with 16 million followers with big influence tagged you, That's a, he could change your life. He can change his life so fast so, with one simple little deal. What is it, though, that makes them go, I don't want to change his maybe, life? Maybe because what it, is it? Well, I, I, I don't know if it's, they, they don't want to. It's more so... Is it, it business? A, it's a business thing, right? I think it's part business, part... Um, he's so used to not doing it. Yeah. And also he was probably so focused on his dead brother that he didn't really, he was so tunnel visioned in that time where he didn't think to tag the artist. Yeah. Whereas you said the A&R rep tagged him or something. But the, like I said, thanks is cool. But the ultimate thanks is being like, Hey, like, yeah, you can put me on the map as an artist just with one single tag and one single post. And it's it's a very powerful thing for people that are, that like us that are str- like not struggling but just working. But could use use a couple. Just working really hard to get to that moment to that that one big person does that, and when that when you walk up all every single one of those flights of stairs, and that and all of a sudden the stairs just end, and you don't get to the second floor. Yeah, it's like oh come on. Yeah, man, I, I'll figure it out one day. But it's something a lot of the rappers have in common is they don't. Well, see, I, when I do when I do stage photography for Pepper, yeah, um, they're really good at tagging, yeah, and I think because they have they they do a lot of fan interactions, right, and they um you know I do it they they hook me does up. it make you look less cool no if you said no 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 but the thing is, is <laughs> if they, you give someone credit they know what you're doing plus like they hook me up with like. All access pass. I can go sit inside the drummer's bass drum if I wanted to type of access. Yeah. There's no... So that alone is is worth whatever you want to put a dollar amount on. Yeah. And so... And then the experience of being able to be on stage with them while they're performing in front of 40,000 people is also another experience you can't put a dollar amount on. So... And it's also... For me, it's it's experience of being able to... Um, shoot for something that is is semi-important... And and better my own craft, and then just be there in the moment, and help them capture moments that they want to remember forever. Yeah, and uh, it's really nice when you know they 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 recognize that you know they didn't pay me, so they know that like they're so thankful for the photos. Yeah, now that they like them so much, whenever they're in Southern California, Yasad hits me up and goes, "Dude, we're gonna be here, or so and so," and and because he knows that like you know I I, I I'm trusted you. We're friends. We can handle ourselves in a backstage environment, and 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 he loves the photos, and they have their guys, and you know it's really nice to have, be one of their guys that they really like. Yeah, to be there with them with these things because I was I was a big fan of them, and, yeah. and I went to college in Hawaii. Hawaii Pepper is from the Big Island, and Kona Town is their first album. And it's like oh, shit. so in two thousand three, two thousand four, when I was in college, yeah. these guys were huge. And we would listen to their stuff constantly. Yeah. And be, when I became like fr- when, when I became friends with them through uh, Byron from Pennywise, uh-huh. which I shot on stage for them, I met Yasad and I showed him a shot I did for Byron during a Pennywise concert in San Diego. He was like, "Oh my god, that's so rad!" Because I made with the wide angle lens, I got the drum, dr- the drummer, and the crowd. Yeah. Because the cr- in, in in the photography, you want tons of crowd. Yeah. Big energy. And the vibe, and the vibe, dude. The yeah. whole vibe. The wide angle gets the whole vibe when the when the smoke things explode. I love wide angle, and now and it's the whole thing. Just you can see just people, a sea of people from as far left and as far right as you know as yeah. uh, as I can see, and it's and it's it's powerful, and it, it reminds them of their good time. Yeah, and it also reminds me of my good time. Yeah, and just editing those, I'm like, whoa, this is insane, like. You're so like stoked, and you, even your adrenaline can be pumping sometimes when you're editing it. Yeah, because you can remember those cannons going off and the crowd screaming. Well, I don't want to be a downer, but like, I feel, what's going to happen to the concert photographers? Man, it's coming. Well, it's obviously, coming back. obviously, concerts are going to come back. Yeah, it's going to be probably another six, seven months from now between the first concert. Everything's going to come back, but you know what's going to happen? 
every artist is going to go on tour at the same exact time. Okay. And it's going to be a saturation. And I feel sorry for some of these artists because artists used to be more exclusive and right. you couldn't find them as much. When everybody's everybody's looking for a spot, uh, a spot, a spot at a, on a certain tour date in a certain there's going to be concerts every night. Concerts all the time. <laughs> I'm not. Crazy. I'm mad at that. Yeah. Nah, dude. Have you ever done any concert stuff? Dude, yeah, my my friend. I'm, I'm seeing the ra- besides the rapper. No, yeah, my my friend. He's a DJ. His name's Rawtech. He's um he's DJ like at EDC and stuff like that. But I went with him to, you know, those Insomniac events. Oh yeah, like Escape Wonderland and stuff uh-huh. like that. I shot some of that, but I was sober at the time. And that's good. Just give it, give, it, give us some little tips and tricks about shooting some uh, about shooting some um you know festival type atmospheres. Don't be afraid to crank up the ISO. I used to be afraid of ISO. Oh. You know, <laughs> I used to just think grain, but yeah, grain and concert photography is good. Um, it's not that bad, but also too, sometimes- It, sometimes it adds with, like a feeling. With, yeah, with the nicer cameras now, you can pump it and still to get no grain. Yeah. But you can also add it in post. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I used to, I had a grain phase. Yeah, everybody, I think a lot of people have a grain phase. Yeah. I never had a grain phase. Really? I kind of never really, because I-, I Really like the ultra, like crisp, ultra crisp. Yeah, very soft, bright. very bright colors. Yeah, um, and then also very bright dark environments. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I like when dark environments are bright. I know that picture you took earlier. I thought that was like a different day. Oh, of that, of that sunset cauldron. Yeah, it looked like. Yeah, it looked like a it looked like a pot of sunshine. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. There, yeah, there's some Jesus rays coming down yep. today. Where's your, where's like your favorite, where's like, where's like your go-to? Like, what's your, what's your favorite thing? If someone would be like, all right, Kyle, you have to pick one facet of photography. Like, what would you go down? Damn, man. Like, I like don't. Luxury nature tours. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like, I mean, I like landscape stuff, but I like lifestyle shit. You know what I mean? Like. You're really good at that. Yeah. I like capture, like. I went to like my friend's house. He's like a stoner guy and he had a bong on the table and coffee and like a skateboard and just capturing like capturing the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like just capturing the vibe of people that I would never hang out with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I don't know if it's like documentary style, but no, I, I like that. It's kind of like, like I said, urban. Yeah. What about urban vibe? Yeah. You know, huh? I like All ha- I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz. And I'm fine. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I like lifestyle stuff, but I love capturing the beach and stuff. But you know, I get I get I get lonely sometimes. You know, just walking out to the beach by myself and stuff. Like, yeah, sometimes I put my Beats headphones on. Yeah, I like listen to a podcast or I listen to some like crazy deep house music. Yeah, and I'll just be shooting like a madman, doing like backflips and the you know, like yeah. just kind of is in that zone. Yeah, it's so fun when it's like between October and December. Is what like do they call sun- it? sunset season. S- sunset season, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's I, even the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's sunset season is is real. Oh yeah, it's hotter than balls. The here best too. time to shoot too is at the beach, right after it rains. Yeah, no one thinks that's the secret. No one wants to go to the beach after it rains. Also, the sand's wet. Right, and then you can catch rainbows and oh, shit. Oh yeah, rainbows. It's wet everywhere, and you get those reflections everywhere. That's the best. I time love to go the out. puddle shots. Yeah. I love. Photographers like us love water. And you get the deep purples. Deep, deep purples. Yeah, purples and yeah, it's crazy. Deep purples are hard to get. Dude, I'm like a weatherman because of photography. Yes. Like I know, you know. Absolutely. No, we have because, I, you know, I grew up in Hermosa Beach, you know, uh, from when I was like 13 on. I was, I was in, uh, we had a view, a 180 view of, from like Palos Verdes to Malibu. Yeah. And I'd watch the weather come in. And like I said, like today, we predicted the sunset was going to be kind of bunk. Yeah. We saw it coming from like 15 minutes before. When I hang out with people that aren't photographers, I'm like, just wait in like 10 minutes. And they're like, no. This is going to be pink. And they're like. Dude, I can tell like, <laughs> yeah. you can just tell like, okay, tomorrow the rain's going to end around five. Yeah. Four. And it's going to be, a, it's going to be rain stop, crazy clouds, everything's wet, sunset, boom. Do you know like the finger trick? So like when the sun is setting, however many, if you hold your finger like a few feet in front of your face, however many fingers the sun is from the horizon. Every finger is 15 minutes. <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Was that some Greek mythology shit? I don't know. I don't know if I just made that shit up. It's but called it the I Don't Know Dude podcast, yeah. dude. We don't know. Yeah, dude. I, I kind of like that. It actually makes kind of sense. Like, okay, so do you put your pinky on the horizon? Or, or just, just up to the up to the up to the sun? 
That makes sense. Like wherever you're like at, like the top of the sun. I guess. I guess it's how, depends how close it is to your eye. I'm like we're both doing it. Yeah, but it works. Like if I, I don't know. It, it does. Works. I'm yeah. sure it does. Yeah. And you follow. You start following moon cycles. When I started photography, I started realizing that the moon and the sun are like always out at the same time. Yeah. Like especially. It's weird. People don't see it. People don't realize the moon is out, people, yeah. most of the time. It's just there. Yeah. I don't know, man. Someone's up. How? Because how, I studied meteorology in college. Okay. And, and uh, I was always in the weather. Weather. I love weather and earthquakes. I, I love those shit. I love palm trees. Yeah. I don't know why. That's one of the best selling. Dude, there's one right there. Palm trees, baby. Dude. Right on the wall. Um, there's like- That's crazy. That was in Kauai. At a palm tree farm, pretty much, it seemed like. Um, you can but, always tell the neighborhood, too, by the type of palm trees. Type of palm trees? So the, the thick palm trees, baller. Yeah. You know? And then once you get those kind of... Those, those are that Beverly Hills palm trees. Yeah, they're thick, they're luscious. And then once... If you see some skinny ones, might yeah. be no and also too, And also <laughs> how nice like the edges of them are. Because sometimes you get a palm tree that has really bad edges. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't want to shoot that palm tree. <laughs> Dude, people, people really love palm trees. It's yeah. mind-blowing. How many people want palm trees in their houses in their houses on art pieces? Well, do you ever go out of town and then you come back and like you're like, oh shit, I haven't seen palm trees in a long time. Yeah, I'm so used to them; they're everywhere, and I just take them for granted. Man. I, I think they're not they're not even native to here. They're not. They they grow them on a farm in Palm Springs. <laughs> Figures. <laughs> that, yeah, fact check that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not even supposed to be here. Dude, they're not. I, I, like California branded itself, Ooh. a state the state branded itself. That's kind of trippy. Hmm. Well, <laughs> well, like that. That I think I realized. Well, I think the the color of the Lakers were when they're in the Mich- were in the Michigan Lakers, where there's a bunch of lakes. So they're oh. called Lakers, right? And they happen to be purple and gold. Yeah, the quintessential deep burner sunset that happens out in Southern California is purple and gold. You know that deep purple, that deep gold, and it happens to be the Lakers. Yeah. Dude, you know what I realized is like, we get the best sunsets out here. I, I didn't know that no one else gets these sunsets. Well, like in most, in most places, the sun kind of just disappears, like in the middle when you're not by the beach. Yeah, dude, yeah, because it goes behind something. It just disappears and then it gets dark. I didn't, I didn't know that we're one of the only people that... Not the only people, but well, I'm saying, the you lucky can see ones. It, like, I've seen people inland like take pictures, but there's always something in front of it. There's not an unobstructed view straight to the horizon. We're on the edge. We're on the edge of the earth. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's super rare. People yeah. don't realize. And also, too, you go north. I, I saw some amazing sunsets. I saw one of the craziest sunsets I've ever seen in my life at uh-huh. Mavericks. Um, it was the craziest pinks. You know, you know when you take a picture of a sunset, and you're like, dude, people are going to think I saturated this? Yeah. You're like, dude, people are going to think I'm lying. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to post it. People don't think I just slam that saturation button down. Yeah. You ever get people like that like, oh, dude, yeah, nice editing, bro. Yeah. You're like, come on. I, I like it. When someone talks shit, yeah, I like you know it. I'm like, it. Oh, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing good. You yeah. know what I mean? I like that. Yeah. See, you got to take it like that because you, you have a lot of followers, man. And it's like- You know, people are like, oh, like- I've had people I, talk shit. Behind every successful person is a group of haters. Yep. I, when I got my first hater, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I always say, you know, you've made it when someone is you for Halloween. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then I haven't made it yet. Nah, nah. <laughs> We've made it. We, we're doing all right. We, and I've like, only been doing this for four years, I think. Yeah, dude, I haven't been, I haven't been selling photography or being, being a photographer for, it's probably been about six or seven for me. Yeah. I'm DJing for it, 20. It feels like my whole life, though. I don't even know who do, I was. Do you feel like you've been walking around taking pictures in your mind your whole life? Yeah. Well, if I look at my, my old phone... I was taking pictures of dope shit. Yeah. I just didn't. Remember that Motorola Razor that had that little that little. Oh yeah. I'm. That's why I care so much about when cell phones came out with good cameras because they that old saying the best camera is the one that's in your pocket. Do you ever get nervous when you see the billboards for like iPhone and they're like basically comparing it to like DSLR cameras? Yeah. Well, I don't because because it's it's he, he who holds it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not afraid of it because if if you roll up to a wedding. With your iPhone as your camera, you know, <laughs> yeah, like it's not gonna work. You need that. You need that really large sensor. You need that really nice lens. Yeah, you know, low f stop. Yeah. So I feel like they're trying. They they want to knock out DSLR cameras. No, they 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 really won't because you can't put a sensor that big. Okay. On a on a phone. 
So you know, don't worry, you can't don't worry really, about it. It's really hard to get there. And, and, and this is how I tell, this is how I describe cameras to people. Um, what up, Reno? Reno's in the building. What up? And he brought the wifey. What up, girl? Yeah, right in the middle of this episode. Are we doing this? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, pull up a chair. Okay. Um, is that boy Kyle Munson? What's up, Kyle. man? Um, is this the co- co-host? This, this is my co-host. Okay. He's, we're, we're both founders of the Auto No Dude podcast. Nice. And, uh, and uh, yeah, Reno, how, how are you doing? Oh, the ears sound good already, oh, man. Are you, are you buzzing a little bit? A little this bit. This is the first time <laughs> Reno bit. has drank in years, I feel really? like. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah man. Nice. He, he's been sober for two years. Really? Yeah. Done. Good for you, man. Damn. How old are you? You only look like you're two. Uh, you guys can't like see Kyle. You can't. You can't see Kyle, but he's three. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 29. I'm actually turning 30 this year. Oh, I'm turning 40 this year. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, 30 is the new 21, though, right? That's true, man. Right, that's what I heard. Right, right, baby. I the, agree. <laughs> oh, we're getting you on the podcast. Yeah, she's, she's getting in. Does she want to jump on? Of course she does. Fuck yeah, guys! Stay tuned for next episode. Wait, you guys. I'm just jumping in here right now. I apologize, but you guys shot some sick sunsets. Oh, this tonight. is this is your show, homie. <sighs> Yeah. Um, but some sick sunset shit tonight. Yeah, yeah we did. We did yeah. some fun stuff. Love it. Oh, uh, but, but uh, I was gonna say I was about to describe what, what what how to describe what a camera is to people. I think I described this to you once, Reno. You did. Um, so I say so. It's, it's just like your eyelid. Your your eyelid. I mean your eyes. Your eyelid is the shutter speed, right? Yeah. Your pupil is the f-stop and the iso is your is the back is like the cornea right and what's in the back of your eyeball it's like the the sensitivity is the iso which is like which is how much light is hitting the sensor yeah and then and then your pupil the dilation of your pupil that's the f-stop you know f f f2.8 is wide open you just did molly (laughs) yeah i was gonna say f16 is like f16 is when you when you're you're staring at the sun and your and your eye gets super pinhole yeah and then your shutter speed i don't know what f-stop is but i know what molly is (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know how it increases the color it increases i don't know what f-stop is (laughs) but if i know what molly is (laughs) i've not seen reno drunk in a long time this is awesome i'm gonna hit the fridge yeah hit the fridge um yeah we're gonna wrap this shit up in a bit too but um but yeah, dude. So so, people go, "Oh my god, that's what a camera is." Yeah, it's that's how it works. And they go, "Now I'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life." Eyelid shutter, pupil f stop, and the back of your back of your cornea is. I remember ISO. before I dropped out of school, I, I bought a book on like how to learn a camera, and I just read it in the back of the class. I was feeling my shit, and then yeah, I, did that shit on your own. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't go to school or anything. No, dude. Most of us didn't. You don't need to, this, dude. There are so many kids on YouTube that want to teach you what they learned in school just yeah. to get views. And when, <laughs> you and can then, learn anything. And then when someone comes up to me, they say, I want to be, I want to be a DJ. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. I'm going to get off the stage, yeah. go home, and go practice scratching in your, in, and mixing in your basement. Yeah. And then you'll become a DJ. But you got to do that for four years straight. You know how many people I've gone with to buy cameras? They're like, I want to, can you come help me? Yeah, it's cool. Where but, are they now? But all, they, <laughs> yeah, where are they at? Yeah, where the that, fuck you're at? $3,000 in and... Yeah. Yeah. You have, to, you, have to have, you have to have more than just want. Yeah. But you'd, you'd think before you're three grand in, you'd ask those questions beforehand. Yeah. Right? It's like, before I spend three grand, can you tell me beforehand if I'm going to make some shit out of this? I think the, <laughs> the price point makes them think it's going to make them do it. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean... No, but I tell people though, don't get a shitty, don't get a mid-level uh, SLR because it's no different than your phone. Yeah. If you get like a, a mid to high level SLR, you're actually better than your phone. For you, sure. You've said several times though, like the way the iPhone Pro shoots now is like fucking. It's balls. Yeah. It's so good. I have like, you even commented on my photos that I posted for my work shit where it's like I have pictures of my trucks like on mountaintops. I was like, like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no man, that's, and, my, and that's the, my phone and hit the focus thing. It's intimidating for photographers. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was just telling him. If you're a shitty photographer, but it's just, when you see something really good that some person took on their phone, I'm like, "Fuck, uh, am I gonna?" Yeah, but you don't have the infrastructure that we just talked about early in the podcast yeah. of you packaging it and again to make it make someone ingest it and have them feel really special. No, there's, there's certainly something to like the work that you guys do. Like for sure, you you have to have the eye, you have to have like the creativity, and you have to be able to capture that moment. For sure, and when you're capturing that moment. You're capturing so many other moments that no one fucking cares about. Yeah. Right? But it takes all of those no one cares about for that one. 
And then because I was a, a victim, a victim or whatever of that. The way that the way I was that, raped. No, but no, but the way the way that we came together with this podcast was based on that one photo that yes. I just happened to randomly fucking get, and I was just yes. shooting. Uh, that, that was right? the like, origin. I think the origin of this podcast was the BLM photo. Yeah, it really? was. Yeah, yeah. At the at the Hermosa Pier, I was just literally shooting around at the BLM march at Hermosa Pier. Oh, was that you that took that? Picture? Okay, yes. okay. This of, is. This is yes. that was you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I've seen that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this yes. my phone just f- chilling. He's like, holy shit, dude, that's the fucking picture. You're like, I'm a photographer now. Yeah. No, no, this <laughs> yeah. is... This you is pay me. Yeah. He's that the was mo- you, okay. He's the most famous non-photographer photographer <laughs> ever. Damn. Ever. Yeah. They made it. No, no, but <laughs> that picture has gone so far, more than most photographers' wildest dreams have. And he's like, oh, I, I fucking do cell phone towers. I remember <laughs> I, I saw that yeah. picture because I, I went down there. I got there late. And then that picture came up and I was like, damn, someone got the best picture already. That was of, you. Of yeah. the decade. Yeah. Of the fucking century so in Hermosa Beach. Well, that's what he texts me and he's like, hey, man, you just, got, like, you just got the picture of the day. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he sent it back to me and it was like, you know, straighter and then black and white. And I was like, I, I did the whistle on it. I, was I like, did the whistle. I was like, holy shit. Okay. I did do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do it. You like, we did it. No, but, collectively, he, but, he, but he, did like, he did like 90% of it. And then <laughs> I did the part where it made it. I, I, did anyone hit you up for shoots after? <laughs> Did you get no. some work? Well, no, no. Dude, no. People were constantly hitting, hitting us up to, yeah. um, for that to, photo. To, to buy it. Yeah. So we created that funnel and the GoFundMe for it. Oh, I remember and that. We, how, yeah. many, how many did you sell? Two hundred and forty of them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like two. How many pictures have you sold total, Kyle? F- total. I don't a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm saying like what, like one hundred ninety. Not too, not too, exactly. not as much as this guy. Yeah, exactly, dude. This motherfucking cell phone. <laughs> For charity, though, this, by this the guy, way. This For guy, charity. Yeah, this guy's a cell phone, wah, wah, wah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A cell phone yeah. tower spider. He crawls around and talks about 5G and shit. <laughs> and he's, he has sold more images than both of us combined. That's crazy. But that's, that's, my, that's where the respect value comes in, though. It's like you have to sit there and take all the pictures that no one wants to see yeah. to get the picture that people want. And, yeah. and, and, you know what and I mean? He, like, uh, even your pictures at Mavericks, right? How many, how, you were sitting there for fucking three days 12 hours dude. But, but what i'm saying is how three many, day process but how many how many pictures did you take that no one gives a fuck about and they don't mean anything <laughs> about until three thousand four hundred but until the one like you have <laughs> until the one like you have at jaws with the fucking helicopter yeah. and the dude dropping it like in, if, until that helicopter comes in you're there for six hours before and if that dude doesn't drop in when the helicopter's there you don't have that photo nope it's just a helicopter or it's just a wave it's not the whole fucking thing like yep. it takes commitment man the yeah. way and the way that you guys do shit it's like I have so much respect for it because it does take the repetitions. Like that's like it's like shoot, I, shooting free throws, spitting raps, whatever it is. Like you have to put in the fucking work yeah. to get the one thing. And you can sit there forever. I tell people and you never you, get it. Or you can sit there like me and just get fucking lucky. And it's like you know, I I literally just got lucky. Yeah, you got to put it in the work. One of my best pictures. I I went down to Echo Park at sunrise, and I'm flying my drone. So first and foremost, you are. What are you doing at Echo Park at sunrise? I, I know you're doing for work, but no one else is there. That's what I mean. It's not shooting fucking heroin. Sun- <laughs> you know, like they're not. Yeah, they're not there. Because the sun rises that way yeah. at that time. So I need to go stand there and take that fucking picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so cold so, shit. So I don't even realize what I'm doing. So you're there a half hour before, 45 minutes before, getting set up to watch, wait yeah, for the sun to rise. They're all taking bird baths, washing their hair with yeah. water bottles, and yeah. I'm just like with... Three thousand dollars worth of shit in my backpack, like, <laughs> yeah. But clueless, yeah. I'm just like, I gotta get this. But and you I, got the thing. I gotta get the dopamine. Fuck after yeah. I post this. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get that dopamine. It's, so it's all good, about man. the dopamine hits, dude. Yeah, it's social man. media. I love that. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. Like I said, it gives us purpose, dude. I love having a purpose. I love like I'm gonna go to Hawaii at the end of February, and every I have all these places I want to sh- get off my bucket list. And I lived there for three years and I still have a lot of pictures. Your Hawaii picture? Yeah. That shit's crazy. Did, the one that Paradise poster. Everyone posted. Yeah, that Three Palms. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was, that was was crazy. I actually went there. You're probably go- sitting on a lawn chair. You, you know what that. happened was, so I, we got in our car, we drove to the spot and I was about to put the drone up and I'd, I had one little wire that I forgot to attach back to my drone controller in the hotel room. And I was almost like, fuck it. Ugh. Like, I don't know this why I can't put the drone up. And now, now that I was like, just go get it. And I was like, oh, it's like 15 minutes back to the hotel. Get out of the car. Go grab it. Go up to the hotel room. Grab that little wire. Get back in the car. Drive back. Put the, put the drone up. And I got that photo that has been posted at, on, to, to Nature. It has 5 million followers. 5 million. 5 million. And, it, and then it went around the internet for months. That's the thing. You don't know what's going to happen. So the extra 20 minutes, you're like, fuck. Dude, like, well, that, I could have I easily been like, Fuck but it. even more so, there's 
50,000 or 500,000 other photos that no one will ever see and no one gives a shit about, but it's yeah. the one. Yeah. That That's one. what I'm saying. Like, that it's one. the one, like it's that, the that, one that, moment, that one thing where it's like, this is why I've been doing the thing so then people can fucking see. Yeah. But, but you, have, you, have to be, you have to be a bit of an anarchist and go against the grain to be a, be a good photographer because. Um, because with with Reno with his everybody was supposed to have their head down and during his prayer and How? Reno like Reno like it's like a little kid in church and like and like dips his head up and goes oh shit and no one's really looking <laughs> yeah. and no one's looking at this at, at him and yeah. Reno's right behind the main dude with the megaphone and he goes he puts his camera up and he goes snap 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 <laughs> and like he's, yeah he's pretty much just like disrespecting the whole. The whole moment of silence. And how many other like professional photographers were oh, there? Thousands. Everybody was so. Everybody. One of the dudes With from setups. One, the, one of the dudes from LA Times was like, "Hey man, you got right in the way of my picture or whatever." And I was like, "I, I didn't see you. I'm sorry." Like, sorry, homie. But but also like I didn't not see him out of disrespect. I just didn't see him because I was just doing my thing. And when I was sitting there looking, I was like, I looked up and I was like, "Holy shit." Yeah. I've been on her most appearance. Got the way my photo. You, you got the way you were actually. I was in front. You were in the back of my photo. Exactly. So I'm I'm ten years <laughs> older. Than, I'm ten years older than you are, right? Uh-huh. I'm I'm a transplant from Detroit, so oh. I moved I moved out I here. I gonna say transgender. <laughs> no, 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 but I, I moved out here in 2003, so ten years ago, right? I mean, you were just a, a kid, right? So I feel like I have like I was kind, like 18. Yeah. So like so I have like a little bit of history with her most appear. In the history that I have, does yeah. not look like what that photo captured. Yeah, like I'm used to seeing sharkies being in back Some in the drunk day. Bimbo back in the day when sharkies were sharkies was the fucking when they had like, the sawdust before, on the floor no, before it burnt down. <laughs> I mean, but this is before Palmia existed. Yeah. Sharkies was the shit. Like you know, Palmia was a fucking sushi Dude, shop called pe- Paradise pe- Sushi. Yeah, right. Pe- I mean, yeah, people all- went to Patrick Malloy's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Pierre used to get crazy because yeah. I I remember being a kid and my parents. As the sun was setting, they're like, "We gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we gotta out. take you home because so something about- happens out here." And I didn't know what happened. Yeah, the zombies but come dude, out. <laughs> I, I looked up and I was like, "This is not the place that I remember it." But I, I just felt the, the love of no matter what happens here, no matter what debauchery, everyone is together. Yeah. And I felt it, and I looked up, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I will never see the pier this way again. Game, you game over that shit, dude. Game over. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was something that I will never forget, and it was it'll be a forever a landmark in my life. And that the- only happened for like t- that was like a ten minute moment. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I got no, there no, a minute no, late. No, was gone. it was a millisecond of a moment. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a millisecond time, and like it's going to be in the Hermosa Historical Society. It's in Hermosa Museum. In, in Hermosa in the, Beach, in the museum. Uh, uh, museum. Yeah, museum. Where the fuck it is. But in the museum. That, yeah. Like, dude, like that will yeah. never happen. <laughs> yeah. The biggest photographers in the South Bay won't happen. Yeah. So, so the happen. dude who started the Hermosa Beach Historical Society came by my house because we were just pedaling about in front of my front yard. It was like basically, if you purchased a photo, if you live locally, come pick it up at my house on Longfellow, my old place. Yeah. And the dude came by. He's like, I started this thing 60 years ago with my wife and some friends. We used to live down the street. That's old as dust. And then, <laughs> but he was like, this is the greatest photo ever. If you would, wouldn't would mind donating one to the Hermosa Beach Museum, we'll hang it up there forever, like front and center. Forever. And forever. I, forever. But I mean, he knew what that meant. Dick knew what that meant. I like kind of knew what it meant. But then it started to set in and I'm like, holy shit. This Dude, little, somebody, this little okay. Detroit kid became a, a, a part of Hermosa Beach, like history. You know, That's crazy. And I've, and I've wanted nothing more but to become a part of this like community because being like, you know, a Howley or a, whatever transplant, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, it's, it's you, always you might be a local now, right? See, so <laughs> but that that was my rite of passage was like fucking. Yes. Yeah. I did this for me. I did it for my no family. Hey, some now. kid in the year twenty eighty eight is gonna be is gonna see that photo somewhere and go like, look, mom. And they're gonna be like, like "Wow, that is, was shot is, on an iPhone." That's gonna be like a film yeah. camera back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. iPhone twelve. Yeah, jeez, that's yeah. How long ago was this? <laughs> Mom, is this in the Matrix? Yeah, I can't Unreal. believe I can't believe that an iPhone twelve, my iPhone eighty seven, is so sick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> iPhone one thousand nineteen, <laughs> iPhone X eleven, uh, Roman numeral. Yeah, just go fuck yourself. Numeral. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, fuck, dude, that was so fun. I, like, I hope everybody listening to this got a bunch of tips and tricks for photography. I'm sorry dude. I missed it, guys, but thanks for having no, me on the last minute. No, I know you wanted to go watch your hockey, and we got Miguel coming in. Is he? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
We got your girlfriend here. Yeah. Oh, dude. We're Baby, get- I've been trying to get her to the podcast studio for months and she won't come. Oh, it's yeah. going to be fun. She's going to get on. Hell yeah. I lo- dude, uh, Addy, as as a diamond was a f- <laughs> great episode. Yeah. The last one we did. Yo, we love all your support, guys. All of your support. So it's the- so fucking fun to sit here and just watch this bullshit spread. It's hilarious. Yeah, we're, we're growing, but we grow the fastest by you telling your friends and sending them the episode and be like, Dude, look at this one on DMT. Look at this one on photography. Look at this one about mushrooms. Dude, I got I so I, I checked in I checked in my Facebook today. I got like twelve messages. Hey, can you tell me about this DMT thing? Really? Oh, I know. Yeah. I, 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 people people are like, dude, I want I want to go to that shaman's house and go. Well, it just thing. so happens it's happening. Oh, and there's a lot boy. of shamans in like Silver Lake and stuff, right? Yeah, Malibu or not, but Malibu <laughs> Malibu is where is allegedly. Where, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, where can we call, find, you on, find you on Instagram again? Uh, K-Y-L-M-N-S-N. Kyle Munson without the vowels. Follow me on TikTok too. Yeah, what's a TikTok? Same thing. K-Y-L-M-N-S-N. Awesome. Cool. Vowelless Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle Munson, no vowels. Yeah, love it. Munson and Sons. All right. Trying to be the best Kyle Munson. Yeah, dude. I'm stoked you you came in on the last, (laughs) on this part, Reno, where I was missing your ass. And it's so cool to see you a little bit buzzed. A little bit. It's been a while. I got the little buzz. (laughs) Um, Fuck, dude. Uh, Follow us Instagram. I don't know, dude. Podcast. Love you guys. I don't know, dude.com. Everything. Thanks for having me. We out. We're coming back soon, brother. Yes, sir. I late.